coming up next on the Journey with James podcast. You are enough. God says you're fearfully and you're wonderfully made. You got to remember that. Hold on to that. Know that you are going to be just fine and know that you are enough and you are worthy of friendship. You are worthy of love. You're worthy of relationship. You are worthy of it all. Just like the next person. Inspiration, motivation, encouragement. The Journey with James podcast starts right now. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Journey with James podcast. I am James, of course, and I'm glad and elated, as I always say, thank you for joining me on today's podcast. You didn't have to listen to this podcast, so you didn't have to watch. You can watch this on YouTube, on my YouTube page, or journeywithjames.net, or you can listen anytime on your favorite streaming platform. It can be Spotify, it can be Apple Podcasts, it can be Google Podcasts. It could be any of those um, and more. Just type in the Journey with James podcast in the search engine and I should pop right up. Okay, so, as you know, it's all about the journey here. And I'm always giving you a look into my life, not full assets, but I'm giving you enough assets into my life that you can get a gist of what I'm going through, my vulnerabilities being a little vulnerable with you and being transparent with you um, only because I know that being transparent and vulnerable will help somebody else. And one thing that I do realize and do I not understand clearly is the fact that we all go through things and I'm not the only one going through things. And what I may be going through, particularly what I may be going through, you could be going through that or you know somebody that has been going through that. And this podcast could help them to get through. So you're going to get transparency from me. You're going to get the real because that's what I'm all about. I'm James and I can only be me. Simply James. Right. So today, yeah, I have a smile on my face right now. Right. But today was absolutely rough. And I like to get those moments when I'm having these bad days. I like to get this on a podcast right away so you can get the authentic or uh, the the realest, rawest form of what I've been going through right then and there. And so in this moment, I'm feeling okay. I've done some exercise. I've been uh, hanging with one of my best friends, George. You know, we have a podcast together, The Young and the Beardless. That's a little plug there. You can check that out every single Monday. You can watch us on YouTube or you can listen to us on any uh, podcast streaming platform. Just type in The Young and the Beardless. Okay. But I hung with him for a little bit and uh, did some exercise and all that kind of stuff. And I feel a lot better at clear my mind. But let me tell you, this morning I woke up and I just felt so depressed. I felt so down. I felt so just mentally exhausted. Have you ever been mentally? Have you ever felt mentally exhausted? That's what I should say. Have you ever felt mentally exhausted? I know I'm not the only one that's done with that, dealt with that. As you all know, I've been transparent as I can be in this season, season three of the podcast. And I've been telling you a little bit about my healing journey. I've been telling you a little bit about my therapy sessions and different things like that. Well, I had therapy uh, earlier this week and it was good, but um, I'm still like I'm dealing with some deep stuff. Therapy has been a blessing to my life. Let me tell you that. Don't ever think therapy is not good. I say it all the time. It's some therapy. We all can use it. Um, it really makes us better people. Um, but it pulls out some things, man. And I'm telling you, healing in this is hard at times. And sometimes it's exhausting. It can be a beautiful thing, but it's also a hard and exhausting thing, too, because you have to go back into some of those areas that hurt you the most. You have to go back to those traumas and and be able to deal with it so you can confront it head on and heal properly. It's those things that makes it so exhausting. And for me, I am already dealing with some things that's happened, you know, 
it's not a good feeling to have a failed marriage, okay? Uh, it's not a good feeling to have different things going on in your life that you feel like you have no idea how it's going to work out. It doesn't feel good when you love some people and they treat you wrong. That includes family and friends. It doesn't feel good when you thought that someone would be a friend forever and it turns out that it's not going to be that way or it looks that way. Those things can really bother you. And so it's like a culmination of all those things just hitting me like a brick. And it's funny because a lot of people have said, and actually this has been said to me not too long ago, a few days ago, you always seem happy is what they say. Well, I get my strength from God, that's for sure. But I'm, I'm going to let you know and be real with you because some people like to play that they're always happy. I am not always happy. Okay, maybe it's a front I'm putting on. I don't know. I don't think it's necessarily a front because I'm a naturally positive person, a happy person. But I have my moments when I'm going through. And I told him, I said, you know, yeah, I try to be positive and, and happy for other people. You know, the people that, that that are part of the journey with James family, you know, and people that come in contact with me, that they get the best James they can get. But when I, my closer friends and family, they know the deal that I'm going through some things. It's rough. This season is rough, but what I understand and what I realize, and I want you guys to understand that, this too, and this could help you. Never give up. Keep doing what you got to do, no matter how you may feel. Keep doing what you got to do, because that's what I'm doing. I'm still I'm going to get my doctorate degree. I'm in school for my doctorate degree right now. I, am, I have a good career as a news producer. I have wonderful children. You know, I, I get to see them on a, a scheduled visitation because, you know, the divorce is going through and all that stuff, you know, that whole process. Um, I have love around me. I have a good support system. Um, so I have something to look forward to. I have something to grab on to despite what I'm, be going, what I'm going through. I have something to hold on to. And you may not have all those things for you, but one thing I can tell you that you do have, don't feel like oh, envious of what I may have that's helping me. But understand one thing that we all have, that's the biggest thing, it's the greatest thing, and it's almost the only thing you really need, and that's God. We all have God. I, don't, I want you to understand that God loves us abundantly. He loves us with all of his heart. He loves us more than anyone could ever love us. It's called agape love. It's called unconditional love. It's called forgiving love. It's called a magnificent love, a wonderful feeling. And so when we understand that and we hold on to that and we take hold of that and we, we understand it and we, we process it and we take a deep breath and we say, okay, knowing all that, it gives me peace. Knowing all that, it gives me joy. Knowing all that, it makes me know, it lets me know that everything is going to be all right because God is in the midst. And so that's what keeps me going. And that's why I can have a smile on my face, even though I'm going through inside. But let me tell you, today was rough. I didn't feel like smiling. I didn't feel like hanging on to God's unchanging. I didn't want to do anything. I wanted to mope in my sadness. And sometimes we get like that. If we be real, we get like that sometimes. We get to pull ourselves out. And so I started having thoughts that were not really good. And so I was like, ooh, I suggest you call somebody up immediately. You hold on to somebody. You let them know what's going on so that you don't do anything that, that is harmful to yourself. 
mental illness is important. It's it's an important thing that we need to talk about. It's an important thing in our communities that we try to brush under the rug. I think we get more exposure to it now, but a lot of times, we, you know, it leads to people committing suicide and different things like that because we don't deal with mental illness uh, right head on and be real with it. And so I was doing some mental things going on in my head. The enemy was really trying to to just tell me that I wasn't worthy, I wasn't enough, uh, that friend that cut me off, you know, um, did things wrong to me, but made me feel like I was wrong all along, completely. And for me, I'm the type of person that I'm gonna speak on something if it doesn't feel right and it doesn't feel authentic, if something is off. I'm not a complainer, um, but if I am a complainer, it's only because of something that's really, I'm discerning something that's really off. And that's just how I am. And so I had to un, un, un what's the word? I had to unlearn some of the words that were spoken to me to make me feel like, you know, make me feel like it's all my fault. I'm apologizing for stuff that I shouldn't be apologizing for, but the heart that I have and the person that I am, I feel compelled to do it. But let me tell you something, don't let people manipulate you and make you feel like you off and you wrong and you ain't right. Don't do that because it can mess you up. It messed me up. I'm dealing with that trauma now. And that's why I always say, watch what you say. And I'm, I've been guilty of saying things to people that I shouldn't have said. And now I'm very conscious of it because it's happened to me. The words have been spoken to me that was very off-putting and very selfish and very sarcastic and just mean. And I can see if I was a very mean person and did that person that in return, and it's not the case. And so with that said, you have to unlearn that. But it bothered me. It affected me in a big way. And I'm sharing this openly with you guys in order to help you, to help you to move forward. And so that's the process I'm in right now, trying to move forward. This is my healing moment. This, my journey and the journey with James is part of my healing process. And I know that someone can relate to what I'm saying. I know someone can relate to what I'm going through and are compelled to to want to grow and want to change and want to move forward um, effectively. And so some things that I did that helped me today to get through this day, because I have days like this because it's a process. The, the fact of the matter is I'm hurt. That's a fact. I can't change it. I can't swear it. I'm no different than anybody else. I'm a human being with feelings. I'm a human being that don't suppress my feelings because I know suppressing your feelings and trying to act like something is not what it is, you're going to end up <laughs> miserable and sad inside and not really happy with your life. And so I feel sorry for people like that. I learned that I'm a loving who I am and I learned that I am a sensitive person and it's okay. And it's also okay if I express myself, if I feel something is off, but it's not okay to be spoken to in a negative and disrespectful way. No matter how anybody feel, they may not feel like it was even disrespectful. It, I, it's none of my concern at all. That's what they have to deal with personally. But for me, I have to process and heal from that, heal from the things of you know, my past, you know, from issues from my childhood. It's a lot of that going on. And I'm up here telling you this now because I've healed a lot in a lot of situations that I'm able to speak on this openly. Um, so I have grown a lot. Let's let that be clear. I have healed a whole lot because I've been through that, I've gone through. You would be surpri surprised. But to talk to you right now is showing that I am, I've healed from a whole lot. My therapist has let me know that I have healed from a whole lot. But there's still some more things I have to work on. And so I'm in the next phase of my healing. 
So I get excited just saying that because I know that despite anything, despite the hurts and pains of what people have done to me, what situations have happened to me, things I can't change, things I didn't expect, no matter what, this too shall pass and it will pass. And I really feel this. I will be better than I've ever been in my life. As I approach 40, it's going to be the best decade of my life. It's 10 years, 40 to 50. You know, it's just going to be start of something great, taking control of my life and doing what I know that makes me happy and trusting God and leading on God and not leaning on people. That's a problem. We are controlled so much sometimes in our lives and we allow other people to dictate what we should do and what we shouldn't do with our lives. And I was that person, but I'm no longer that person. And some people don't like that. So they move away from me um, because I speak up um, and that goes for family and friends. It's just how it is. That's just the reality of the fact. And this is real. Some may not like it, but I don't care anymore <laughs> because this is my journey. And if I don't express my journey and my realness, how am I going to heal properly? How am I going to move forward? You know, I'm not going to stay stuck anymore with that. So with all I said, as you can see, I'm feeling a whole lot better. And I'm going to tell you, I just said I was going to tell you the things that I've done to help with that. First of all, when I had those thoughts today, I was walking on a trail because that was the one, first thing that was helping me was to go out and do some kind of exercise. And so cardio was my thing that I did um, uh, that I was supposed to do according to my plan. And so I was doing my little walking and had my music and everything, but that thoughts was just coming. And I thought things that wasn't good. <laughs> I immediately called uh, well, I sent a message to my friend, to George, and he called me right away. I didn't get the call right away, but I ended up calling him back. He FaceTimed me, actually, and he immediately started. He wanted to hear me out, and we talked about it, and he was like, let's come, come on over. And he uh, really spent some time with me and really helped me. Like just listening to having somebody in the listening ear, somebody I can talk to, somebody I can be open with and tell them what's going on, real and authentic the truth and um, everything. So with that said, it helped me to hear his perspective, to hear his encouragement, to hear his thoughts and to, to have that person spend time with me like a real brother. And I'm going to tell you, we were, <laughs> we wasn't talking for a while. You know, he's always been my best friends for a little while now, actually for a while, some years now, but we had a falling out. And I think you know about more of it if you listen to the Young and the Beardless, the first episode of uh, Coming Back Together, because we did Young and the Beardless like maybe three years ago, and we stopped for a little while after episode seven. But we're back, and we're going to be on from here until whenever. We're going to do a lot of uh, uh, new episodes, whatever. But we talked about that, our friendship, and how it was affected. But it's amazing how we came back together, and we let go of the little small stuff that we were dealing with. And I feel like our friendship is stronger than ever. Uh, that is one of my best friends and I love him and I'm glad we got the podcast together. And so anyway, just having some time with him and working out, uh, doing my regiment and everything I need to do, eating some good food, had some kind of Filipino food that he made. I cannot, do not ask me what kind of food it was. I know it's jasmine rice and it was delicious. Uh, and just having some time to get out and get away and get it off my chest. I think it helped me a whole lot. Exercise helped me a whole lot. So exercise is one of them. The second one was reaching out to a friend or family member and spending time with them. And the third one is um, spending time with yourself uh, and with God. And, I, and actually, let me reverse all of that. We should start first with God. But at this morning, I'll be real with you. I didn't start first with God. I started first with my mess and my mental. 
but God is the third, but really should be the first. Um, and just spending time with him and praying and, and worshiping and, and doing all those things, it makes a difference because I'm feeling the whole, whole lot better. But I wanted to share this with you while it was still raw on my mind so that it could be authentic as possible when you hear it. Because this is what I'm talking about. This is what I wanted the journey James would be, to be completely open and transparent. And some people don't like that. Like, ooh, they're cringing and all this kind of stuff. But it ain't for me. I, you know, I've learned I'm going to be me regardless. What they think and what they feel is on them. It has nothing to do with me because any day anybody pay my bills with me, right? <laughs> with that said, thank you guys for joining me on this edition of The Journey with James. Uh, be sure to join me again on the next episode. Uh, and yeah, I plan to have an episode every single week, okay? God bless you guys. Thanks for watching again. Join me anytime on thejourneywithjames.net. You can send prayer requests. You can send suggestions. You can just write me and say how I'm doing or something that you wanted some advice for. I will do my best to answer it um, as much as the best as I can. Okay. God bless you guys. Take care and join me again in the next edition of the Journey with James podcast. question, comment, or topic idea for the Journey with James podcast? If so, you can email us at journeywithjames at outlook.com. And remember, you can catch past episodes of the Journey with James podcast by going to Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other podcast entity.